1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Do you remember where we are? Look around.
2: Where are we? Oh, uh, a Malaysian market. Jesse, I'm sick and tired of hosting the show from places just so you can have an excuse to buy dates. And I'm not talking about prostitutes. <laughs> I bought figs too, Jordan. <laughs> well, either, either way. It's, it's, either way, I'm not talking seems, about prostitutes. seems selfish. Yeah, either way. No prostitutes for this guy. Oh, man. You know, we, we postponed the recording. You just want some fruits. And I'm not talking about gays.
1: Um, I have no idea what's going on right now. Audience, if you don't know what's okay. going on right now, don't worry.
2: Neither do I. And I'm the host of the show. It's, it's called a comedy routine, Jesse. Look do it. Sorry, Nichols and May. <laughs> That's okay. Um, Jeff Daniels. <laughs> See? It's called a comedy routine, Jesse. People appreciate it when you put a little pre work into the show.
1: <laughs> and that's what clearly what I've done. Oh man, Jordan. Um, we we were we postponed the recording. If you're wondering why the show is coming out so late, we postponed because of a special guest. But then he, had, our special guest, had an emergency. I'm not going to tell you who the special guest was. Yeah. But I will say this, Jordan. It was a guest so good that not only was it worth postponing the show, it was worth talking about the
2: guest, even though we're not going to reveal the identity of that guest. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, hopefully hopefully it happens. I mean... I think it's going to uh, happen in January. So, I mean, just, just I mean... The guest assured yourselves. me that it was a one-time
1: family emergency. The guest wanted to come on the program. But he, but
2: the guest couldn't because oh, and of the Oh, of course, we, we wish his family the best. Yeah, absolutely, no, we absolutely do. But um, but yeah, but but please, please stay tuned, people. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a doozy. It's gonna be a huge.
1: I would say this will be up there with. I would say alongside Andrew WK for biggest sound of young America guest co-host ever. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you
2: say? It's, uh, it, it, yeah, absolutely. In
1: terms of significance to the program, I just feel it. I don't know. It seems us. like it transcends. Andrew. Yeah,
2: I mean it seems like just it's it's a different ballpark. It's this different kind of thing. It's like
1: what if our show was co hosted by Boutros Boutros Golly. It's just not comparable. (laughs) Apples and oranges. Sure. Absolutely. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. It's gonna be amazing, folks. But you're gonna have to wait till January. I think we're gonna have some good guest co hosts in January. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm feeling that, Jordan. (laughs)
2: January's gonna be big. December, uh, these aren't great. Skip these B minus Yeah, B minus Seriously Only if like Only if you've listened to all the other podcasts And you're on some sort of like Road trip or something like that That's basically the only reason to listen to this Did, did you know You know how I got a new doggy? Uh, when, when what? Coco You know how I got
1: a new doggy. Yes, I did not know that It's like a little animal mm-hmm. um, A listener uh, Baby Chobi. Okay. You know Baby Choby I can't say I've met Baby Choby I don't know if I've met Baby Choby either Sorry, Baby Choby, if I have met you and I forgot. Oh,
2: continue. You were talking about Baby Choby. <laughs> yeah, she sent Coco a present in the mail. Oh, that's nice. What did you? What does a dog get for a present? A dog gets uh, chew
1: toys mm-hmm. or squeaky toys, more specifically, uh, that are shaped like beer bottles with uh, novelty dog-themed beer bottle labels on them.
2: Um, they're not oh, made oh, of Oh, I glass. got one. I got one. Other dogs, butt wiser you got it
1: you're exactly, you're right on the track, is that it yeah that was uh, yeah, absolutely, other dogs Buttweiser. is that really it? yeah, it was a really long, long <laughs> way it went all the way around the bottle no it's not um I don't remember what they were, Heineken, that was one of them oh heineken, heineken. Um, oh it's.
2: That's about as good as other dogs, but weiser, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's I feel like that one is a little bit too close to like something that would be on a t shirt by a guy who was wearing a hat that said FBI, Federal Booty Investigator. Yeah. You he know just what <laughs> I mean?
2: this particular guy has all butt themed clothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: He's got uh, some pants he bought from J. Crew that are like, uh, they're like chinos, but they have little embroidered butts on them, mm-hmm. you know, sort of for like a Martha's Vineyard kind
2: of deal. Instead of a houndstooth coat, he has a hound's butt coat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got it, Jordan. We are on the road to riches. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway, I, <laughs> so road Coco <laughs> got these, uh, Coco got these things. Male toys. Tore them apart. Just destroyificated them wow. in seconds. <laughs> she has these baby dog teeth.
2: She can eat any fucking thing. Yeah.
1: Just, it's gone.
2: Does she eat things around the house? Is she like a shoe eater? Is she? Well, a-
1: we've got her on this confinement program. Mm-hmm. This is what you do with a dog. This is according to Dr. Ian Dunbar, noted dog trainer, Dr. Ian Dunbar. When the dog comes to live with you, mm-hmm. uh, what you're supposed to do is you have a crate for it. You keep it in the crate for about an hour at a time. Mm-hmm. And then after the hour's up, you take it to go to the potty, to where it's supposed to go. When it goes to the potty, you give it a liver treat, of course. Sure. Which, according to Dr. Ian Dunbar, the liver treat is the Ferrari of dog treats. Does, does he actually say that?
2: Yes. Okay.
1: And uh, then you supervise the dog directly and play with it, train it, whatever, Then back in the box. Okay. This teaches the box, this
2: teaches the box, (laughs) this teaches the dog to respect you. This teaches the box to have a dog in it. (laughs) Yeah. And not to freak out when a dog goes inside it. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, This teaches the dog to respect you and
1: your house. Hmm. According to Dr. Ian Dunbar, a British man with a beard. That's good enough for me. I... I'm sold. I'll tell you that right now, Jordan. i to a British beard. I am so old, British old, beard old, guy. Uh, all Coco wants to do, it's really hard with Coco the dog, because she wants to do things that you really want to do with her, too. But you can't. But they're bad things. Because they're bad.
2: Oh, she wants you to do coke?
1: Yeah, exactly. And you want to do it because it seems so cool. Yeah,
2: it gives you a lot of energy. And it just makes you... Get in with the right crowd Sure, absolutely Like people think you're You know, people think you're Like not afraid to have a good time
1: Yeah, you're like Mick Jagger You know, like doing Doing lines You're dancing and singing You're learning your lines You're fucking You're uh, chewing on people's hands You're doing mouth play (laughs) <laughs> you know what does the dog are, want you to do these are all things that, that my dog wants me to do and I want to do but I can't a dog she she when she
2: goes like on her back uh, and
1: she like puts her mouth up like
2: oh, so you're kind of like a dog enabler
1: yeah and so if you let her she wants to kind of Chomp on your hand, and she doesn't chomp hard. Right. It doesn't hurt at all, and it's fucking adorable. Sure. You can't do it, or else she'll just chomp on people's hands. Yeah. And what if some little kid comes up, and they, they, it traumatizes them for life. because yeah. She likes to chomp on hands. Mm-hmm. It's so
2: cute, Jordan. It's so fucking cute. Well, I believe it, man. Oh,
1: man. It, I have a, a really... a of the choir on that one. I've got a tough life, Jordan. A really tough life. Dog issues. It's fucking uphill all the way for me, Butt man. Butt issues. Yeah, I got this real, real, real problematic rear. <laughs> I just got, uh, I've got... I've got duff trouble up the wazoo. <laughs> You've got <Literally>. rumpus issues. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: You know, an issue with your rumpus. Yeah, absolutely. Well, anyway, uh, a lot of cool <laughs> stuff on this week's program. <laughs> rumpus down <dumpers>. not <laughs> What do you think about that? That's what that's what my proctologist told me I had <laughs> Rumpus Dumpus Oh man Do you think anyone is still listening to Ow. our show now?
0: Holy shit, I got a
1: side cramp <laughs> Ouch We'll be back in just a second If Jordan has recovered Jordan and Jesse Go
0: La 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 la.
2: It's Jordan Jesse go I'm Jesse. Jordan. Oh man, Jordan. Before we start, can I tell you about um two funny comedy names I thought of with a friend? Okay, so you and a friend were thinking of funny comedy names? Yeah. Is that M- what was going on? and uh me and my friend James were thinking of funny comedy names and um the two best we came up with were, were these names for comedians. Uh, these are like names for a character in a comedy sketch. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Chip Dipson and Dip <laughs> Dobson. <laughs> Pretty good, <laughs> huh? Very good.
1: Chip <laughs> Dipson. <laughs> yeah.
2: Wait, wait, Jordan. And his brother Dip Dobson, <laughs> who has a different last name <laughs> than him.
1: Can, is Chip is Chip <laughs> Dipson's middle name
2: N? I mean, middle initial N. Chip in Dipson. Chip and Dipson. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Something about. I don't, I like the the cadence of Chip Dipson a lot. But not that. That's not a good idea. I shouldn't try to fuck with perfection. Yeah. Sorry, man. I'm breaking down the Crystal Cathedral here. <laughs> right. I know. Where will we have the glory of Christmas now? Yeah. The Millennium Dome. Yeah, that won't work.
1: I don't even know what the Millennium Dome is. I don't even know if that is something. <laughs> it's something. I think it's in San Diego. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. You'll have to think of something else in Orange County.
1: <laughs> it's in San Diego. San Diego's like, the San Diego City Council got together. They're like, we need to think of something to honor the Millennium. <laughs> Some sort of They're dome. Like, I, one of them's like, I've got it. A Millennium Padres uniform that they wear just on the Millennium.
2: No, 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 no. no. no, no i might be wrong about that the millennium dome being in san diego what is it is it a sports stadium don't know do, what if what do you think it may be at some kind of like a Somewhere, it might be where they have comic-con at the millennium dome no certainly not it's the San no. Diego convention center yeah
1: i think the comic-con would have been better if it had been held at some sort of millennium dome Mm-mm. any kind of dome
2: does the astrodome still exist i don't know i mean it did, i hope it, it does did during my last visit to texas which was 10 years ago did you go there Drove near it. I would like on our way to Six Flags Astro World. I would really, Mm -hmm. does that still exist? Don't know. I mean, it was, I mean, again, it was there the last my last visit to Texas.
1: God damn
2: it, Jordan. I'm just trying to get some answers (laughs) about the Millennium Dome. I'm trying, Astro World. I'm trying to drive the Riddler's Revenge upside down coaster. What, Jordan? Hmm, this is not about
1: your little gags your little jokes, your little comedy teams, comedy names, chip and dipson, whatever you're talking about here, Jordan. You added the end, I didn't. Right. What I'm it's talking like about your thing. You invented chip and dipson. I invented chip I'm Dipson. I'm willing to grudgingly say, sure, chip and dipson is fine. I
2: like the end part of it, particularly. Jesse, once again, but overall, to clarify, I mean, I I moving on from this issue, but the name is Chip Dipson.
1: I want to search for truth, Mister <laughs> N Dipson.
2: It's not my name. Now you think it's my name? You've you've really, I mean, you've really gone to some crazy places, really quick. Is this not your birth certificate, Jordan? <laughs> no, you, that's um, it's nothing. Oh, that's an email printout. You're mm. right. I don't know where I Why got. Why are you this printing out emails, Jesse? Go green. What? Why aren't you going green, Jordan? I'm printing as, out emails i'm as green as a green green turtle <laughs> well <laughs> the printed out email says otherwise jordan i drive a fuel efficient vehicle yeah uh, you know light bulbs yeah oh you're an el camino yes that's that's like fuel spewer eight thousand fuel efficient how fuel, so more than 12 miles a gallon <laughs> oh well congratulations thank you you don't look like you have swirly light bulbs either
1: uh no, I got roundies. Roundy, yeah. Well, there you go. I tried swirlies, but they won't fit under my light. Go brains. green.
2: I told you, green green turtle right here. Just saying, green green turtle doesn't make you green, Jesse. It's a lifestyle. It huh. includes solar panels, organic cotton, and um, who's that guy? Recycle. Who drives that electric car? The guy who drives <laughs> Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It involves swirly light bulbs, organic cotton, and Ed Begley Jr. Isn't that good that I guessed it based on that stupid, stupid <laughs> end? No, but that's like the number one electric <laughs> car celebrity. Ed Begley Jr. Yeah.
1: It's amazing. I Ed George Clooney
2: has a little electric car. Ed Begley Jr.'s celebrity
1: seems to hang exclusively on his interest in environmental issues. Yeah, I don't think he's done anything celebrity-related in 25 years, has he? I don't think so. There's he an play? Ed Begley... Well, no, he,
2: he, he played the... Um, he played the uh, that guy who lost all his hair on Arrested Development, the guy who had a yeah, lack of did. hair problem. He did. It was pretty
1: good. Dear Jesse and Jordan, today was probably the most important day of my life. I'm so excited, I'm pretty sure I just got my big break.
2: Now, Jordan... Is that the email you printed out? Yeah. Jordan,
1: okay. I, ordinarily I wouldn't read emails on the air. Right. This one's a do's. Okay. I think this is fascinating to me. Better not be a snooze. As you may know, Al Gore is in Oslo right now, accepting his half of the Nobel Peace Prize. I met him, and I think it's my ticket into show business. Go now, on. I'll admit, I didn't know Al Gore was in Oslo. Mm-hmm. My Gore tracker where is, Oslo? is broken. I don't even know where that is. That's in Norway, Jordan. Okay. Uh, Internet NO. Hmm. Let me explain. Not, not me, but email. the person who wrote the email. A few years ago, Bill Clinton came to Oslo. After his audience with the king, on his way from the castle door to the limo, he met with the people who had gathered outside to get a glimpse of him. One of these people was a dark-haired schoolteacher, and Clinton shook her hand. Someone thought she looked kind of like Monica Lewinsky, and she became famous overnight. <laughs> now, she looks about as much like Monica Lewinsky as I do, and I, look like, and I look nothing like Monica Lewinsky. She didn't even wear a beret. A few weeks after shaking hand, hands with Clinton, the schoolteacher got her own TV show, and I want to point out that apparently in what? Norway, TV show is spelled TV hyphen show. Okay. And now she's... What was it about? And now she's the time she shook hands with uh, Bill Clinton, I presume. Huh. And now she's the editor of one of the largest women's magazines in Norway. Wow. It is among the largest in Norway. I know Al Gore is no Bill Clinton, says our correspondent. Mm -hmm. He was never president, but he won the popular vote, so I figure he's close enough. You see, I don't need my own TV show, spelled with a hyphen. I'll be more than happy as a co-host. And I don't need to be the editor of the entire magazine. Writing a column in one is all I would ever ask for. Hmm. So now that I've met Al Gore, I'm just waiting for someone from the Norwegian media to give me a call and offer me a job. I'm grateful for all the help I can get. So if you guys know about Al Gore having an affair with a young woman, now is the time to go public. <laughs> I bet I'll look as much like that woman, whoever she may be, as the schoolteacher looked like Monica Lewinsky. Sincerely, Anna from Oslo, Norway.
2: Hmm. That is a good one. Wasn't that a nice email?
1: Mm-hmm. You have any advice for Anna? I'll I'll give you mine if you want. Jeez, yeah, go ahead. Get the fuck out of Norway. What the fuck kind of country is that?
2: No, it's great. Like just anybody can get a TV show.
1: All you have to do is shake hands with Bill Clinton apparently. Yeah,
2: look vaguely like Do you, you know, think Bill Clinton American
1: public life? Do you think Bill Clinton has some Do you think this is just because Bill Clinton is an American celebrity or do you think Bill Clinton has some sort of special power that only activates when he's north of a certain latitude or longitude whichever hmm. one is the right one yes latitude
2: latitude and yes i think that the special power thing is probably the right one do
1: you think he can do other things or only get people tv shows in norway
2: i mean yeah i mean but i mean whatever i mean being able to randomly give somebody a tv show i mean what 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 power is more noteworthy than that That's, i guess I mean, flight i mean
1: no, I'd say no. TV yeah. shows
2: better. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I mean flight, I mean that could just be like someone I mean, having like a little low bone density. Yeah, exactly. You like, just uh, have you skin just skin flaps like under your arms. Like that could just be a mutation. What giving are Giving someone a TV show. What is are you like... a
1: jaybird? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what
2: are you Ray J Johnson? Everybody hates
1: seagulls. Mhm. Seagulls can't get you a TV show, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> Did you know that I met Bill Clinton one time? No, tell me about it. Uh, Uh, Our mutual friend, uh, Tyler McNiven, who uh, a few listeners may know is a contestant on The Amazing Race. mm -hmm. He won The Amazing Race a year or two ago. Um, Tyler McNiven came up to my room when we were living in college, and he knocked on my door, and he said, We're going to see Bill Clinton. So I was like, Yeah, okay. I'll go see fucking Bill Clinton. Sounds great. This Mm -hmm. uh, this would have been 2000. Okay. Uh, He was campaigning for Al Gore for president. We go to San, We drive to San Jose. It's like an hour with some girl. I don't even remember who the girl is. And uh, we, go, we go to this thing, probably one of his residents. So he was an RA at the time, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, uh, for one thing, the girl can't see, so I put her up on my shoulders, and I totally get like a stern talking to from uh, a guy with an earpiece in his ear. Okay. Like, a, like secret, a secret service guy. Secret service guy. He's like, I'm sorry, sir. You're going to have to put that young woman down. <laughs> i'm like geez. very official that was they took care of business and then i went and i tried to give the president a high five sure as he was leaving he was shaking hands with people and everything and i said high five mr president high five Mm -hmm. and uh he started to give to his credit he started to give me a high five Mm -hmm. um i was reaching kind of like over a barrier or something you know and, Mm -hmm. and he was being really genial and pleasant and uh he he gave me a high five, but I noticed as he was giving it to me that my fingertips were connecting with basically the base of his fingers on mm-hmm. his palm. So his fingers significant his fingers were significantly higher than mine. Right, probably because I was reaching so. So far. what
2: your palms weren't slapping. Our as you palms were not.
1: I'd hope for a palm slap, but instead my uh, palm knuckles or like, whatever those are called were right in the middle, right in the middle of his palm, like right. that. And then. And But I was satisfied with that, Jordan. Nice. I don't want to come off like a bellyacher, Jordan, because no. I thought it was to great. President. That's the president of the United States, the one from the Arsenio Hall show. <laughs> so I gave one of those high fives, but then he bent his fingers over the top of mine and turned it into a
2: handshake. It seems dangerous. It seems like he could break a finger. I mean, he would break. Like it's a good way for him to break. It seems your like fingers. you
1: could break a finger if he was super and powerful. You would certainly break a young man's hopes that the president was awesome.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Wow. My my opinion of him just changed significantly.
1: I know you thought he was cool when he opened up his office in Harlem.
2: Yeah, I sure did.
1: But uh, now, as it turns out, not as cool as we'd mm-hmm. hoped. Not yeah. as cool as we had hoped, put away that saxophone ace,
2: yeah, take S- out your um pocket saxophone. <laughs> yeah,
1: French horn, oh man, there's a guy in my uh high school who played the French horn. he would always carry his French horn around, weird, and he had one of those Luke Skywalker haircuts, oh, yeah, yeah, he wanted to have one too, sure, well, I mean Luke Skywalker has one, Luke Skywalker had a French horn, you know, sure. Uh, anyway, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. Love you, love you, love you,
0: love you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse, Go. I am Jesse. Jordan. Jordan, I have a question for you. Yes. This is an important question. Sure. Um, uh. I am getting married. Yeah. Uh, to my fiance, sure. It's Who
2: better to get married to?
1: That it, I'm tradition bound. <laughs> sure, in that sense, a little old
2: fashioned. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, on this show, you come off like a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a no cal lefty maverick, maverick type. But uh, you know, it's, at at your core, you're pretty, you're pretty mom and apple pie. Yeah, we're probably gonna get married. Marry your fiance. How quaint. We're, we're you're pro- gonna go skip a stone afterwards across the brook. Yeah. Gonna, uh, that, was a, that was where we were going for our honeymoon. Little
1: sandlot little the brook. You know what? I want to know where people think I should go for my honeymoon. Hmm. You don't know. About. You don't have anything in mind. I want to get to that in just a second. Okay. First, I have a question. Would you be a groomsman in my wedding? Oh, sure. Absolutely. That's
2: what I was yeah. hoping. <laughs> oh, you waiting to for the podcast to be on to drop that one on me? Yep. I dropped that one. I, thought, no, I mean, I thought so if I I'm say gonna... it, no, I seem like a real dick. Yeah. Do people say no to that? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I would like to have the option to say no, but you, you know, don't. I don't. I have no, to. absolutely no. But not. I, yeah, I would love to. That would that I would I would be happy to do it. Honestly, Jordan,
1: I think if I asked you off air and you said no, you would seem like a real dick. Yeah, we've been close friends for a long time. Sure. So that would mean that there was something you really, really didn't like about me. Yeah, that you would just never. Well, I just told don't like that you're
2: about. marrying Teresa. I don't have. I don't get a good vibe from her. No, oh, she does. Get, she does rub a lot of people the wrong
1: way. I know, right? She's got a weird attitude. <laughs> it's pretty weird. It's a little loose. So she's like uh, always being God. Just uh, so yeah. weirdly nice and pleasant. It's weird. Um, my bro- What am I in charge of? You're going to be in charge of everything that a best man would be in charge of, uh, except being the best man because my brother is the best man.
2: Cute, but I think oh, you, looks like I get to throw the bachelor party then. Yeah, you get to
1: throw the bachelor party, or at yes. the, at the very least. I mean, my brother is 18 years old; mm-hmm. he's a competent individual. Sure, uh, he 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 knows his head from a hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. But if I let him plan something like a bachelor party. You know what we'd be doing? <laughs> Bashing. <laughs> Backpacking in Henry Co. State Park. That's what we'd be doing for our fucking bachelor party. That's Squaresville. We'd have to call my stepmother because we were stuck in the back country, and we, we weren't going to make it to the wedding in, on time. Yeah. That's what would happen. We would be collecting water with a tarp, uh, collecting <laughs> condensation water with a tarp like the deaf woman on Voyage
2: of the Mimi. Sure. No, um, oh, this will be the second bachelor party I've had to plan. The first one went pretty good. This will be the second. This will also be the second bachelor party you'll
1: you'll have to plan uh, for a, just an absolute inveterate square. Yeah,
2: it's like a nerdy. Well, I mean, oh, well, antisocial. Well, the um, the first bachelor party I had to plan was for my uh my buddy Ryan who lives in Orange County, and um, while he does like um. You know, dr- while well, there was drinking and cigars involved, which was about as outrageous as it got. Cigars, awesome! Uh, it-, it did take place at Paintball Place and then Dave and Buster's, right? Which, which is, is um, well, you've just described my dream bachelor party, Jordan. Yeah,
1: yeah, Dave and Buster's and uh, paintball. Yeah, well, I mean, I was say this I one. I would also like to go skydiving. Oh well, and if possible, wakeboarding. <laughs> yeah, is that called waking? Well, there's wakeboarding. There's wake skating. Wake skating? Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as wake skating. There's Jordan. wake skating. Don't
2: bullshit me. Is that where you get towed behind a boat and you're wearing roller skates? That's where your feet aren't attached to the board, and you do like skateboard tricks in the water. Wait, your feet aren't attached they to are the board. They're not attached to the board.
1: Why? How does the board? Why does
2: the board stay with you? Because uh, you're applying pressure. I don't know. I'm not sure of the physics of it. I just know it exists. Anyways. I think the Bernoulli <laughs> principle's involved. That's my theory. <laughs> so um Maybe centrifugal force? So, gosh. So, last time I had someone who didn't want any kind of... Debauchery? Stri- stripper-type thing or yeah. sex-type thing. Yeah. But now also I have someone who doesn't want a stripper. I'm assuming in you don't my, want a stripper-type thing. In my
1: case... I want sex stuff, but only gay sex stuff. Oh. This is going to be my last chance to do gay stuff. No,
2: it is. Absolutely. So
1: once you're married, you can't do gay stuff. It's well, a, they call immoral. that on the
2: DL. Oh. So you can do that. You just say you're going to poker night or on a business trip, and then you uh, go to like a state park. You just go to a state park? That's <laughs> all you got
1: to do? Yeah would henry w co state park work out because maybe we could merge your bachelor party plan with my brother's bachelor party plan. (laughs) i
2: didn't say it was my bachelor party plan i'm just saying if you want to have some gay sex no you're planning my gay stuff with my brother (sighs) fine with my brother fine right so okay what are my limitations on this bachelor party like let's talk realistically so realistically i don't know you don't no kind okay no kinds of drinking right well, I mean, like others can drink. Others can certainly
1: drink. I wouldn't want to ruin other people's parties. But the, the 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 here's the thing: sure, you have to figure out a way where others can drink, but the point of the thing isn't drinking because otherwise everybody just gets so wasted right. because they're getting. That's the idea of the thing.
2: So I've got okay. I so don't I mind people have...
1: getting drunk at my bachelor party. It's a party.
2: Sure. So uh, there has to be something where drinking is not the focus. Yeah, try and keep it. Focus on the blow. No, right, blow only. Yeah. No kinds of sexual debauchery. Have
1: you seen the video on the internet of 50 what? Cent, I'm of trying 50 to make cent? a. Have list. you seen the video on the internet? No, of 50 I haven't cent? seen
2: anything regarding fifty cents.
1: There's this video on the internet of some <laughs> some TV crew from like I don't know some some goofy European country. Sorry to all our European listeners. Sure. But you know, like
2: Czechoslovakia or Holland or something. <laughs> and, uh, and the show is hosted by someone who once owned an unusual cow. And they're like, it's like the host, and the host is this really goofy-looking European guy, and he's going like, "Svern vod vit
1: vod and then he's like talking into a microphone. He's like forty-five is it a years old with human hands, he's kind of fat-headed, and uh, he's got a microphone in his hand. And there's this big bouncer like bringing him backstage to meet Fifty Cent. And they bring him, they kind of open the backstage door and go in, and there's like all these huge, like, uh, G-unit guys, Mm -hmm. and they've all got their noses down on this table, and they all kind of get up and go, (laughs) whoop! Like they are all doing coke. But like, really, but they were all doing coke. They're definitely all doing coke. No doubt about it. Sure. And then they shoo the guy out, but... That's interesting. Huh. The best part of it, I mean, like, a video of 50, 50 Cent does
2: coke, like, huh? Yeah, like I, that's a not something I don't f- associate with huge, giant rappers.
1: Yeah, I know, but I mean, you know, he's a you know he's an aggro kind of guy. He wants to do some some of the good he wants stuff. To go crazy. Yeah, he's not going to get hooked on rock like DMX. Sure. But anyway, what's amazing about this video, Jordan, and this is a distinction I want to draw: not so much the fact that Fifty Cent is doing coke. But just the hilarious reactions of everyone involved, from this goofy European television personality sure. to uh, the bodyguard who realizes that he just opened the door and, like, brought this TV guy right. in while everybody was doing blow. <laughs> and just, like, lost his, the only job he's ever successfully held for more than three months. Right. And then also all the guys who were doing blow, and they're like, whoop!
2: It anyway. sounds great. I should watch that. We can go back to talking about my bachelor. Okay, party now. so I didn't mean to something where drinking is not the focus. Yeah, nothing uh, sexual. Yeah, I don't like baseball games that much anymore. <laughs> what? I used no, to. No, really, okay, nothing sexual. No baseball games. I
1: used to really love baseball, so I would think the natural thing to do would be. Yeah, a Let's th- I mean a that would be game, a suggestion. I'm not as I'm not just not as I into baseball as part. I used to be. I mean, I'm still a big ba- I'm still a baseball fan, but. You know, it's just not its not my thing anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not my thing. Yeah. What I'm is more, your thing? Mm, thrift
2: store shopping. Oh. Well, it's like baseball in some ways. That would make a... I think, you know, here's an idea. <laughs> okay, lay it on. It's your bachelor party. What do you... So,
1: uh, I'm probably... I think I'm getting married on a Saturday. Okay. In the evening. Mm-hmm. Maybe instead of doing our bachelor party the night before, we could do it that morning and we could go to a flea
2: market. Okay. The morning of your wedding. Mm -hmm. you will spend at a flea market Mm -hmm. maybe buying some vintage clothes yeah maybe digging around in a uh in some in a pile of mildewed lps sure yeah. Be getting tetanus from something? Yeah, absolutely. Eating tacos for breakfast? Sure. At the taco? Yeah. I mean, hey, hell, hell, who am I to? It's your your bachelor party. I I I aim to please. I feel like I should really have a bachelor party. That's part of the thing. Like I feel like
1: I already yeah, have totally a bachelor should. party. Absolutely. Like a some kind of real bachelor party. But I don't know. Like I'm not that into poker. Right. Is that something people do? Yeah. poker I mean, that's party? Something. Not really into karaoke. No. Not really into drinking. No. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of limitations on this. We go to some kind of steakhouse. Okay. We go to a fancy dinner or something. Yeah, okay, like some... Right. There's this restaurant I like in San Francisco called Maxfields. We could go somewhere real clubby. That's what I would like to do. Clubby. I'd like for everybody to wear necktie. want to wear a club tie. Oh, I thought of something. What? Everybody has to wear a neck necktie.
2: Okay. Yeah, To my fine. bachelor party. I, am,
1: I, I will definitely put that on the Evite. Yes, neckties have to be worn at my bachelor party. Okay.
2: Probably be wearing a Tweety suit. Sure. Tweety necktie.
1: time. Think you could find something for us with leather and wood paneling.
2: <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Okay, good. Some leather booths. Yeah, some booths. Okay. That's exactly what I'm talking about, Jordan. All right. I'll s st- i will I will I will
1: definitely see what I can do regarding we could, we could go booths. to the Italian American Social Club. We could. That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. I've been I, there. I believe it. It's right near the uh like Russo American Social Club. Mm-hmm. Norse American Social Club. Norse American Social Club. I don't know what kind of bachelor party would I like to have. Well, some great have some great pals there. Yeah, buds. Jim would be there. Sure. Jim Ray. Is Jim the in master the wedding? Of, would you rather? Uh, does he listen to this podcast? I don't think he does. No, of course not. He doesn't even know how. No. Yeah, he probably has an iPod, but he just lets girls put music on it. Yeah,
2: that's what I think. I think it's a. Um... I think it's a my morning jacket exclusive iPod.
1: Do you want to call him and I and I'll ask him to be in the wedding right? Yeah, now? Yeah,
2: I mean, were you going to? I don't want to like yeah, pressure no, I, you into doing it. I was going to. I think we should call him right okay. now. Okay, who else is going to tell? Well, run me down the list so I know who we're dealing with. Uh, Tyler McNiven's going to be in it. Great. Uh, my the brother, the guy who won. Would you rather? Or <laughs> would you rather? Uh, Amazing Race. The guy who won Amazing Race. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why anyone l- who's ever
1: won a Would You Rather. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, we're gonna get Jim on the phone here. Hello, hello. Hey, Jim. It's Jesse. Hey,
3: Jesse. How's
2: it going? Hey, Je- uh, Jim. It's Jordan. Also.
3: Whoa, whoa! This is
2: crazy. Hey, Jordan. <laughs> hey Jim.
3: Man, I, I I like you guys a lot. Thanks for calling.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honestly, what the fuck is your problem?
1: <laughs> hey, Jim. I got some. I got a couple pieces of great news.
2: Oh, okay. I got
1: your. Chris I wouldn't.
2: Qu- <laughs> anyway, sorry, go ahead.
1: I got your Christmas present.
2: Really? Yeah, that's the first oh. present great oh, news. thanks, Jesse. Awesome.
1: We're, we're on Jordan, Jesse, go. That's the second piece of great news.
3: Yeah, all right, cool. Hey, 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 America.
1: Um. Our, <laughs> here's the third question. Uh, okay. Would you be a groomsman in my wedding?
3: Oh, God, I would love to be. <laughs> oh, man, I'd be totally... I'm totally amped. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I would... That, that, I, I would I would be so honored and excited to be a groomsman at your wedding.
1: Oh man, thanks buddy. It's an it's an I'm honored and excited to have you be a groomsman in my wedding. Oh I tell man,
3: that's so great. Man, I'm I'm uh, that's 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 awesome. Thanks for asking me. I did you, thought did you
2: know I'm going to be one too? Oh
3: man. Oh, Jordan, we are going to have an awesome time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome,
1: Jim, if I called to ask you that question, but I had just not brought it up with Jordan like I hadn't asked him. <laughs> like, I was just leaving you're it
3: off. you such a bad
2: friend. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it hanging.
1: Like, whether oh. or not I actually intended to ask him at some point, it's, it's just as bad both ways, I would say, probably.
3: Man, man you're going to be coming down the aisle, Jesse, and me and Jordan are going to be pulling all kinds of pranks on you <laughs> and doing goofy things.
2: Yeah, let's we're p- gonna be, we're man, gonna we got to pants him. got to pants him, man.
3: Oh God! Oh we're totally gonna give you a wedding day panting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's kind of panting, so
3: Jim <laughs> that's the best guy.
2: Run his wedding shorts up the flagpole, huh?
1: <laughs> Am I right?
3: That's what you get for getting married, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you hey uh Jesse, when is the wedding?
1: uh, it's in August, Jim.
3: Oh, cool. Okay, can yeah, it's going to be August. It. That's that's a long that's a long time away.
1: Yeah, well, you know, with a fiance in law school, that's how it works. I have a question for you, Jim. Here, so
3: I, I was I, as, <laughs> I, as I was waiting for that answer, I was getting, I was grabbing a pen, so I was going to write it down. But then when you said August, I just threw the pen away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, here's don't waste a good pen, Jim. Here's a question for you, Jimmy. Um, yeah, what what do you think? What do you think would be an appropriate bachelor party? for uh, a square who doesn't drink and uh wow. is antisocial.
3: Okay. And um, doesn't like particularly do like
1: video you, games or paintball.
3: Do, do you like water sports?
1: <laughs> you mean like urinating on <laughs> girls? What? Yeah, a, kind water, of water sport. sport? What are you talking about? That's what that means. <laughs> what? Well, really? Yeah, it means you're urinating in a sexual context. Huh? I've never heard that before. That's I just I thought
3: no, they, you were it, being it, crazy. Yeah, I guess it, it, it means that, but it means other things too.
2: What? Like inner tubing? Wake. We were just talking like, about wakeboarding. Know, like,
3: yeah, like wakeboarding or water polo.
1: Yeah, sure. I love water polo. I'll tell you what, I Jim. I'll tell you what I'd like to do on my uh, bachelor party. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'd like to tread water for an hour
2: straight <laughs> and catch a heavy ball with one hand. Oh, hey, I actually God. just had a brainstorm. Jim, Jesse, what do you think about this? Batting cage. Yeah, I'd that, like to go to a batting cage.
3: That, that would be fun. Um, I'd like to
2: go to a batting cage. Hey, do they have race cars there? Okay,
3: wait, hey, uh, can, I, can, I, uh, can I make a suggestion or do you want to keep... Uh, Jim, uh, with
1: your? in the time it took you for that bullshit prevarication you just went through, you could have made your suggestion already.
3: Well, I, I just so the answer is from, you can't make I, a suggestion, from, Jim. Make the uh, stopping suggestion. you guys from riffing. Fine, so I, Jim. I just, you know, I was, I kind of caught myself. Jim, decided to keep going.
1: Don't worry. None of this is for public consumption. Nobody listens to this.
3: <laughs> okay, good. Dogs good.
1: only. What's your suggestion?
3: Um... Well, I you know I was gonna I was gonna suggest um, I mean I don't know if if you like uh, hanging out at at cabins but I've got a great cabin where you can do a lot of fun things and there's a pool and there's a ping pong table and there's a big deck and there's a lake nearby and there's a uh, local supermarket.
1: Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I'm there's... listening. I'm listening, Jim. Your your cabin. I've been to. Have you ever been to Jim's cabin? I haven't. Uh, it hasn't Jim, worked out. Jim has this cabin, and what I like most about your cabin, Jim, that would not work at a bachelor party, okay, is that it has a long row of numbered doors, and the only thing that that really suggests to me is like 1970s ice storm style swinger party, like the whole <laughs> the decor and this long row of numbered bedroom doors, like right. one with, two three four five six seven. Those.
3: That that also are reminiscent of an uh, asylum.
1: Yeah, it, uh, that's exactly... That's the only thing it's good for. Just throw your keys in the basket and trade wives. That's what your cabin is for, as far as I'm concerned, Jim.
2: I, hold on. Can we talk about the ice storm for a second? Yeah. I watched that recently. Um, and in the in the key party, you pick... You, so everyone puts the keys in a bowl. Uh-huh. The women draw the keys, and they go home with the man... Um, Uh, whose keys they draw right but doesn't that seem like that's not fun at all like like isn't the fun like watching everyone fuck each other like like why do you what Like going home with the person like a you all have kids so that's bizarre and b like doesn't that just seem like like jealousy the game like what like wait a minute. So when you say it d- doesn't sound like fun, do you mean that
1: you would rather the game be more fun like they have like a <laughs> piñata? Oh yeah. Like a key piñata or like a pin, I'm just saying, pin like, the key on the donkey? Where's this
2: I don't think I would be particularly interested pin, in pin the key on the libertine wife than <laughs> this but uh Well
3: well yeah, you don't get to, you know, uh you don't get to see people's reactions or make fun of people. You just, you know, <laughs> get to get to go home with someone in a sort of very awkward way and yeah. don't have any sort of satisfaction in in, uh, in that sort of uh, you know social it, it's not a very social activity you know I mean it's, it's just you and, and another partner I guess
1: but. isn't alienation the point of the whole thing yeah. Isn't, it, isn't the whole thing an expression of your alienation? I'm talking about my bachelor
2: party here. <laughs> no, we can stop talking about the ice storm. I'm sorry. I just thought... Right. I, I would just assume that the point of one of those was to, to fuck in front of people from your neighborhood. Yeah, sure. That's the Hold main on. point of it. Let's continue about the bachelor party. Okay, sorry. Do you, should, I, should I see if I can get Tyler on
1: the line here? Oh, yeah, and ask him. Wow. Can, we, can we all can we... talk at the same time? No, we can all talk at the same time. I don't think yeah, Tyler will Tyler's pick in up. a
3: wheelchair right
1: now? Tyler's in a wheelchair?
3: Yeah, he had knee surgery. What? No, he, didn't. he was he was at the exploratorium going through the tactile dome, <laughs> and, and he hit his knee on a bolt.
2: Oh <laughs> Jesus! God. Yeah,
3: and he said, oh, he was, I guess like, we should explain really the hard, we should and explain it was, it was the, the uh... bolt that was that, that was uh, that was like deep beneath." The, uh, like the seam between two pads. So this is was...
1: what the tactile dome is. It's a place that's entirely dark in the exploratorium, a famous science museum in San Francisco, where you go through different sensuous experiences, like you go into like a ball pit in a soft place and a wet place and a, you know, different kind of spaces. Yeah, you
2: feel your way through. a.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the point of it is that the nothing can possibly go wrong. That's like the whole premise of the <laughs>
2: right. of the of the thing. <laughs> Let's that go you'll back.
3: be totally safe.
2: Yeah did a uh, did he sue them or, or something? It. Are they are they like ponying up money? We should ask him. I'm about yeah. to call him.
3: Well, yeah, okay. He he's uh, you might as well hear it from the horse's mouth. <laughs> okay,
1: I'm gonna try and call Tyler here. I guess the dude's he, a millionaire, he, he, but
3: he's incredibly difficult to get a hold of. From uh,
2: being from a, my experience. being a millionaire and all
3: being a being a international
1: a uh, jet-setting superstar well let's give it a shot
4: Tyler anybody hello I got Tyler I got John
2: you got Jesse you got Jordan Jordan here
4: Jordan, nice Tyler looking (laughs) good buddy
2: looking good oh
4: wow this is really precious
2: hey Tyler listen (laughs) we're uh we're taping
1: Jordan Jesse go right now I have a question for you <laughs> uh would you be a groomsman at my wedding?
4: Yes. Hi. And yes in other many other languages.
1: Okay, well then then you're in. <laughs>
4: uh, do, wait, do I have to wear pants? Yes. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it just for you.
1: And we've just had a discussion, which concluded that you may be required to wear a necktie for the bachelor party.
4: Wow. This is so cool. Oh wow! Wowzers! Wowzers! Wow! Hey, uh, when is the wedding?
1: It's going to be in August, Tyler. I'm marrying Teresa, by the way.
4: <laughs> oh, Teresa! Lovely lady.
2: Oh oh,
4: this is so exciting this is so exciting
2: um do you have dude okay Tyler initial impressions uh first of all, Jesse's brother is the best man, so he won't be doing any bachelor party work, so it looks like that i mean that's our department uh initial thoughts bachelor party
4: um hose, champagne, more hose um
2: <laughs>
1: H-O-S-E. No, no, I was thinking H-O-S-E. Yeah. It, like You mean like, like support a hose? A or... length of
2: hose. Yeah.
4: Lots of tubing. Well, a I, I bachelor party is going to be, you know, it's pretty easy to set up. We just get a location. We take Jesse out and we get him wasted and we, we make him do regrettable things. So that's what I'm good at, really. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's good to me, man. <laughs> Tyler's got a good point. I mean, if anybody's
2: going to convince me to do something regrettable, it's probably Tyler. Let's <laughs> yeah. face it. Hey, Tyler, um, we were Jim was telling us about your knee injury, and we wanted to know if you're suing the Exploratorium.
4: <laughs> I'm not going to be suing the Exploratorium, I, uh, but I'm going to be going in on my crutches pretty soon and asking him for free membership for like five years for me and a friend.
1: That's good. <laughs>
4: Because I mean, the surgery insurance covered it, but still, it's like three three thousand two twenty four hundred dollars deductible, and then like I got to pay for some other stuff. Jeez, Jeez man. man uh, yeah, I, like, I mean, but still, it's like twenty five thousand dollars surgery. So
2: it's funny. Do you do you want to go back, go knowing that their attractions have the ability to hurt someone?
4: Um,
2: Tyler, let
1: yeah. me ask it. Let me ask you the same question this way: Will you ever look at magnetic sand the same way again?
4: <laughs> well, to be, I mean, to be honest, no. After a magnetic stand messes you up, I mean, I'm on crutches for six weeks. You can't see it the same again. I, I mean, I just had to stop on the street to answer this phone call. I can't walk right now. Yeah. I can't crutch and phone at the same time.
1: There you go. That's what I'm talking about. It's a problem. It's an issue. You know, interactive science mus- museums are a fucking danger to our society. <laughs> Maybe instead of having a bachelor party with, you know, booze and strippers and stuff, we should have a bachelor party that's actually a sort of organizing meeting to get a movement started to fight science education.
4: (laughs) Boring. I will be one of your, you know, forefront leaders on the movement, for sure. I'll start the Facebook profile page immediately.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can be like the celebrity endorsement, right?
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Super like wait like D list celebrity endorsement.
2: Sure, yeah. <laughs> D listed
1: slipping every day.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh oh, falling down the alphabet. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> oh man, this is so exciting, Jesse! Congratulations!
1: Look I'm out, so big hard. bald guy I, from yeah, Night guys, Court. Uh,
4: I'm really intrigued to find out what date your wedding is going to be because I, there's another one in August. I'm 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 going to and.
1: Um, well, mine's going to take priority.
4: Uh, Some Miss Doubtfire
1: action. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Wait, why do you need to dress as a woman <laughs> to go to the other wedding? That's that's Tyler's solution to everything. Ah. When in doubt, dress as a
4: woman.
1: Well, uh, guys, uh, uh, thanks so much for saying yes. And oh, yeah. Uh, I love you guys. You're the you're the best friends a fellow could hope for. And uh, I'll talk to you guys soon.
4: Oh, uh, so I'm just I'm just excited to have an excuse to get drunk and dance with your mom. <laughs> uh, the wedding will be fun too, I'm sure.
1: My mom will be coming to the bachelor party. Yes.
4: <laughs>
1: okay. Later, pals. Later. Happy holidays, guys.
4: Ah, oh, Jones. <laughs>
2: what are those guys screaming about. I don't know. I'm gonna hang up on him. Okay, I hung up on him. Great. So there you have it. There you go, wedding party. Is Didn't there anybody that was else? Is a good
1: segment? I planned that out as a segment. No, it's good. There's a segment where I, where I ask people to be my groomsmen. Yeah, there is, but I can't remember who. I can't remember how many are supposed to, I'm supposed to have. Teresa, Teresa told me all this different yeah, stuff how you, a are bunch you, of times. Yeah,
2: how many were there in that last one? I don't remember. <sighs> There's seven? a
1: lot in this. Yeah, something like seven or something. 12, mm. 19. I don't know. Yeah. My point is, we're, we're good friends, but we're not that good of friends. You know, just don't get cocky. I won't. You know, there's a lot of you people. Okay, well, I I can you. lose a couple. Sure. If I have to lose a couple, I will. Mm-hmm. If I have to cut some wheat, some chaff from the wheat. Sure. If I have that to cut happens. some fat to save the meat, I, I'll do it. I understand. I'm not
2: afraid to do that. No, you were. I mean, you're looking out for number one.
1: This you is know, your You know, like, this is like junior high basketball tryouts, you know? If i got to cut some kids, I'm just going to do it. And if it's because you're short, even if you got a lot of drive, you're you out of here. Did you ever
2: see that movie Enemy at the Gates? No, I did not. Yeah, it's about World War Two and it's about the Russian army and there's and there's not enough guns, so um you just run behind someone who has a gun and when they get shot you pick up the gun and start fighting. Is that pretty That's pretty much what we're looking at here. Do you yeah. You see enemy at the gates. In this case instead what of I'm asking?
1: um instead of uh I- instead of guns, it's morning clothes. Okay. So, you know, you'll be wearing formal striped trousers and uh, you know, a black peak lapel uh stroller. The kind of coat
2: right for strolling around.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe a gray morning vest.
2: Well, Jesse, I'm glad the wedding planning is going so well. I'm glad that, you know, everybody wanted to be in the wedding party who
1: Yeah, I think people are pretty bored of the subject by now, though, huh?
2: Sure. Let's stop talking about it.
1: Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse. Jordan. Uh shall we, sir? To the telephones. Why shan't we? I uh, know. I was saying we shall. Well,
2: that's what I said. I said it in an old time talk. No, you said why shan't we? I think shant we shall. We shan't we? Oh, shan't. Why shan't we?
5: Hey guys, this is Ryan from Flagstaff, and I noticed um, on my iTunes that the first Jesse Jordan Go episode came out a year ago today. So happy anniversary, guys! Way to go. Keep
2: it up. No, what about it.
1: Isn't that nice? It's one a nice reminder. One year of Jordan Jesse go. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's still not any better. <laughs> it still feels as mediocre to me as the yeah. day we started. As we sort did. of aimless, mm-hmm. formless.
2: Don't forget masturbatory. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey Jordan,
6: hey Jesse, this is
2: Dustin with a D,
6: long time listener, first time caller. If I sound a little congested or that I have a speech impediment, I apologize, I have a severe head cold right now. The reason I'm calling is uh, I had a major uh, occurrence happen to me, um, I just recently got a new job, I'm leaving the newspaper business that I've been working in and I'm now going to be in running the local indie record store that i worked at in college it is now going to be under my charge uh, to hopefully not run into the ground with the uh, cd market being the way it is so yeah i get to work at the coolest indie record store in the area and uh, spend my days listening to music and talking about music and hopefully getting people to buy music so i can still have a job take care and keep up the great work
1: this is a case of someone of a rat fleeing a sinking ship and deciding the best place to go is a different ship sinking even faster
2: <laughs> but don't you think that the indie record store is still like something that is going to be a thing like I mean like warehouses are going out of business- like this chain the warehouse, but I mean are not it... just warehouses no <laughs> where yeah. people store things nah, you still need those, yeah, you're still physical need... goods still exist for a while um. Doesn't like, the indie record store seem like it's just going to be a thing of a college town? I mean, I don't know. I
1: don't know. I know somebody who works <coughs> at a very major indie record store, and it is struggling mightily right now. It is one that had very ambitious <coughs> expansions. Interesting. And is very successful in the context, as successful as you can be in the context of indie record stores, struggling mightily. I think he may have just committed career suicide. Yeah. He Wait, should what, have gone sorry, into what, podcasting. What, That's where yeah. the money is.
2: What? Uh, what did he move from into? He,
1: he was working in the newspaper business. Oh yeah, the vibrant, growing. <laughs> That's newspaper what you meant when business. you said sinking ship onto another. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. He left the newspaper business. Do you think that if he if he has this job, it might help him get laid? Um, record store clerk. Well, owner of the indie owner record store. owner of the indie record store. The indie. He lives in Flagstaff, so there's okay. there's probably only one. Sure so all the indie kids go there. Yeah,
2: probably, man. I, I would think, think so. I would if think that, that is absolutely parlay this into laidness.
1: Uh, you should do that. Focus in on that. Don't worry about the business. It's going downhill anyway. Sure. Focus in on that. See if you can get two or three good years out of that, and then settle down and find a real
2: job. There you go.
1: That's my recommendation.
2: Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? find a... That's sound advice. Yeah, just just I mean, just find yourself a lot of girls with uh, little glasses and a tight-fitting cowboy shirt. Exactly. You're in.
5: Hello, Jordan and Jesse. I'm John, and I called recently. Jesse, in your remarks about my call, you said I wasn't pithy enough. Well, I take great offense to that, sir. Someone won't be getting a Christmas card from me. Her um, No, just kidding, Jesse. I'm really calling because in a recent episode, you said the word pussy in a pejorative sense, when you talked about your low tolerance of extreme climates. Well, um, my girlfriend took offense to this, and I can understand why, even though I'm a guy, and so I'm speaking on her behalf on this this matter. Um, I hate to scold you, Jesse, but if you don't want to sound doodly, And if you don't want to offend any female listeners, then you shouldn't say pussy when you mean to say wuss or baby. Um, I hate to be a spokesperson for political correctness, but come on, Jesse, stop being such a jerk-off. Also, I hope that this call doesn't inspire you guys to now excessively use the word pussy on the air, Um, if you do use this call. but other than that, um, I hope I haven't stepped on any toes, and thanks, and goodbye.
1: Okay, let's address this here. Sure. So we're entering a minefield here. Mm-hmm. Number one, if you call somebody a wussy, the only reason that exists word exists is because it rhymes with pussy. Sure. Wuss does not exist independently of pussy. No. I want to make that clear.
5: Let's not it's play like, games. darn it or shoot.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a... It All it means fudge. is... It, well, I'll I tell you what it means. Exists. It means pussy is what it means. Sure. That's number one. Number two, let's say you call somebody a baby. Mm-hmm. What if babies listen to the show, Jordan? Absolutely.
2: I don't want to offend babies. They're adorable. Babies are strong and powerful. They learn to talk when they don't know how. They figure out language just by listening to people talking. Would you offend
1: something... That will quintuple its weight in the period of one
2: year. It will get rid of a soft spot that exists on its head. These are things that babies can really do. Yeah, so really there's no one you... Um, we cannot no you offend, offend
1: babies. So there's only one solution as I see it, Jordan. I'm just running this by you. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm thinking. We use, instead of using pussy pejoratively, we use it in a complimenty type way. Yeah. I don't know what the antonym of pejorative is. Sure. But we use it in a positive Majorative. way. Majorative, majority, major's mask, yeah. major's mask. Yeah. Mask. yeah. Um, so we we try and focus in on using the word pussy in a major's mask way. <laughs> yeah. So uh, like for example, I would say Jordan, I really like your T shirt. That's really pussy. Sounds all right. <laughs> I think yeah, you just good? said like, hey Jordan, great T shirt. You're a pussy. <laughs> oh, well, that's what I'm talking about. Like, uh, what about this? Man, Jordan, I saw that new internet video you were in, and it was pussy.
2: No, I saw that new internet video you're in. You're a pussy. <laughs> okay, sorry. I don't like the, yeah. Okay, what what about
1: this? Like Jordan, bully or... Jordan, I loved your piano recital. You are such a pussy. There you go. Is that a good one? Yeah, you got it, man. What? Wow, I'm feeling pretty good about this. What about this? Jordan, I saw your ballet show. You are a pussy. There you go. Feeling good, right? Absolutely. I'm moving in the right direction here. Yeah. This is starting to feel really good. You're uh, right. Uh, we're going to upset Dan Savage, aren't we? What about this? What about this? What? Hey, Jordan, I saw that thing you knitted. You're such a pussy. Again, another example of that working. What about this one? Uh, Jordan, are you gonna do these? You, capo- you gonna... capitulated to your girlfriend's demands so well. You are a pussy. <laughs> what
2: a pussy.
1: <laughs> Doesn't Dan Savage hate this?
2: Yeah, Dan Savage hates this.
1: This upsets him.
2: I wish we could call Sex him Sex columnist and fellow podcaster Dan Savage.
1: Awesome podcaster. What a great podcast he has. A1 podcast. If you've never heard Liz Savage Love Podcast, he deals with this a lot, I feel like. Gets a lot of letters from people who don't want him to use the word pussy pejoratively. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? We use the word dick pejoratively. Mm-hmm. Should do we have to do should we stop using the word dick pejoratively?
2: No, I mean, men are in a, um, you know, they're in the position of power, so.
1: We don't know. We don't know. We have to unpack our backpack of, uh, unpack our knapsack of uh, male privilege. Sure. Something I read Mm -hmm. once. It was white privilege, I think.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, any kind of privilege, really.
1: I don't think I can do it. I think I would do a bad job. Of unpacking your backpack? No, I'd I'd probably do okay with unpacking my backpack. I think just remembering to be nice about the way I use the word Pussy. What about wimp? Can We just get to use wimp? Yeah. Eh.
2: Eh. I don't like wimp. Eh. Keep going.
6: Hi, I'm calling for Jordan Jesse Go. Um, I was calling because it's December,
5: and you didn't give us an update on the bunny calendar. So I'm really wondering what bunny it was. Like, you're holding me in suspense here. Please let me know. Okay, this is
6: Molly, by the way. Okay, talk to you guys soon. Bye.
1: Well, you have reached Jordan Jesse Go. Oh god. Here is a little update on December's bunny. December's bunny actually looks a lot like a bunny I had when I was a little kid mm. whose name was Harold. <sighs> here's here's a little bit about the bunny.
2: <laughs>
1: it's a Netherland dwarf. <laughs> It's gray. It has funny little pointy ears. and we doing this? And <laughs> what are we talking about? It's this? hanging out in a field of chrysanthemums. <laughs> what is this? nothing? A, chrysa- a chrysanthemum is a holiday flower. It's a handsome little gray fellow. <sighs>
0: nothing.
1: I heard. I cannot confirm, but I heard people that don't bait
2: him for Christmas. I may get a new bunny. <laughs> cow oh cow. well. Merry fucking Christmas. 12 more months of nonsense.
6: Hey guys, it's Nate down in Naples, Florida. Just calling in, talking about holidays on JJ Go got me thinking this is actually the first and hopefully last year that I'm going to have to work on Christmas. So, personal question for you guys just wondering if either of you had to work on Christmas. If so, what can you do to have a little fun with it? I mean, I'm sure it's going to be bad. Problem is, I am the boss, which means I'm going to be in charge of making sure people have to come in on Christmas there anything cool i can do to have fun maybe make it not such a lame experience for everybody but i also don't want to be that lame boss who wears a santa hat in the work something like that any ideas you guys have any stories i'd be more than willing to hear it thanks
2: i'll answer your questions in order okay. no and jack off in the bathroom <laughs> next call
6: hey jordan jesse i just awoke from a dream that i was recording a podcast with jordan and jesse go in in some crappy old building and uh when you guys went to break i took over recording to tell the listeners what a crappy old building you recorded in i thought was so strange and i remember wondering whatever happened to the loogie guy did he die thanks guys bye
2: i believe that the loogie guy has died uh, we should explain, for people who don't uh, 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 obsessively catalog all of our topics, there was a guy who lived across the street from Jesse who was constantly hawking these loud, loud loogies. So loud. Not a little bit loud. Outrageously. Sure.
1: Unfathomably. Loud. Not loud. It went past comic into it, horrifyingly yeah. loud. It was like Wes Craven horror loud. <laughs> um and I think he's dead now. I think the the uh, his last loogie. Yeah, exactly. The tuberculosis he was fighting for those many years, the rubella that he was you're right trying to let <laughs> loose from his lungs, the consumption he was battling took him in. Um, or another possibility, he went into some sort of cocoon, and he emerged as the guy who sings. Unbelievably loud in the shower. Mm. The Mexican guy. Specifically, he is a Mexican guy.
2: Right, because it's all ranchero music. Because it's or all the romanticas.
1: uh Actually, you're uh it, it is sometimes rancheros and sometimes romanticas. Typically rancheros. Um, uh, it's typically uh this one sort of s- slow balladied ranchero. Um,
2: and he is a horrible singer he sings what like are the other kinds of mexican music there's rancheros there's románticas and norteños norteños uh maná there's maná, <laughs> there's maná.
1: <laughs> quetzalcoatl that's that's rock en espanol ah, jordan there's a r- there's rock en espanol um are we just going to make this a mexican music show no I mean, probably not yeah i don't think we. i think we don't think sure. we probably should might anyway. I think they have a little reggaeton in mexico mm-hmm. do a little bit of reggaeton that's more you know this is more popular more in other like places miami colombia sort of big right? in colombia i think you okay. know big in some different caribbean places yeah. puerto rico big there anyway uh yeah so he's been so the loogie guy went into some mm-hmm. sort of cocoon and emerged as the guy who sings like he's drunk but it's way too early for him to be <laughs> drunk but he is singing but is really, probably drunk. really loud, and also it's always the same song.
2: Okay. Hey, Jordan,
6: Jesse, go. This is Jimmy. I'm 22 from Kansas City. Just uh, calling in with some pithy shit for you guys. First, an announcement. I am finally done. I finished my entire higher education. I am done with my college career. I now have a bachelor in environmental sciences. Uh, and two, a question for you guys. What the hell do I do? What the fuck am I going to do now? Um, I was just going to draw on your guys' wisdom, uh, hoping you guys could give me some direction. I have no prospects and nothing on the schedule for the rest of my life, uh, unless I get it there. Um, some elements to consider. Uh, I've been able to save up a whole bunch of money. I've got about five grand. Uh, I've got no college debt, thanks to a very uh, financially reasonable grandfather. I've got a friend who's got about two grand. Um, we could do some. So there's a possibility for traveling together. Uh, and I've got a couple. I've got three non-violent felonies on my record. So uh, those are all things to consider when you're trying to give me some advice, which I would really appreciate you guys doing. Uh, so I really look forward to hearing from it because uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. So thanks, guys. Keep up the good work.
1: Um, I'm going to start here, Jordan, and you can build on this or take it a different direction if you want. I'll
2: probably just tune out and talk about whatever I was planning on talking about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's already got five grand saved up. That's kind of a lot for a 22-year-old. Sure, absolutely. To me, it sounds like whatever life of crime he was pursuing has really been doing well for him. Mm -hmm. I think he should continue on that path until he's either shot or he becomes the capo de capi. Okay. That's what I would recommend. Or he dies in prison. Any of those three things is probably preferable to having an actual adult life. At least as far as I've experienced, having an adult life. Right. If I was, if I had it all over again, you don't care for an adult life. mm, Nah, it's not worth it. It's annoying. You should, you should focus on the, you know, the good fellow lifestyle. Your goal here should be again: either you get shot, you die in prison, or eventually you become the capo de capi. Oh, drug mule, drug mule do you think he should become a drug mule or do you What's think that's another what, already option? what he's what he's been doing it's another option he didn't what say what he's been doing so i'm kind of wondering it okay,
2: might be drug muleing might be getting do you think so hard to say
1: he might have just been like tearing the tags off mattresses in the store or something like that
2: <laughs> yeah well probably he might have just been
1: doing felony doing jokes from some stand-up comedian's routine in 1984 that has got a like a bright blue sport coat with the sleeves pushed up in a hawaiian shirt like i just did with a fucking yeah mattress tag mattress tag joke jesus christ who do i think i am i don't know somebody who wishes they were
2: paula poundstone (laughs) hey how about those uh how about those drug commercials with that crazy list of side effects huh (laughs) i mean i mean what's the it cures my this but it gives me that i'd like to see the list of side effects on airplane
1: food yeah nice (laughs) thanks jordan um. So that's. A, I'm. I'm feel like life of crime is the thing to do. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any feelings about it, Jordan? Or I know well, you've been tuned out recently. Sure,
2: I've tuned out. But um, you know, it seems that there are. I mean, it seems like in my. I mean, we've both been out of college for some time, and a first of all, this is just a pet peeve. But don't, don't say to people like, "Well, I got my degree in environmental science." what am I going to use that for, or that'll be useful, or what job can I find in that field? I just hate those remarks for some reason. I feel like I I still have to hear those, like, you know, four years out of college. People are still going, like, English major, that'll be useful. Like, fuck you, no one does anything with their college degree. Like, when does that... An like accountant. when do people when do people directly do something with their college? An degree? Accountant. Yeah, right. That is so. That is like absolutely not the norm. Someone who graduated from trade school. Right. Yes. Unless you're like TV VCR repair. Like I've gonna i have got gonna... to use that one. <laughs>
1: what am I gonna do with this? Yeah.
2: God. Somebody said that to me the other day. I'm like, Jesus Christ. You're you're 28 years old. Certified man. notary public. <laughs> what yeah. am I gonna do with that? Hang out at the shoe repair place, waiting for somebody who needs a zoning permit. Um. Yeah, for, don't make those jokes. They're dumb and they annoy everyone. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Um, don't work in the environmental science yeah. field. That annoys everyone. Yeah, Speaking of annoying everyone, no, I mean, um, don't try and come in here. Don't be that uh, that guy. You know that asshole who comes in. He says, "What's your so so? Your green green is a turtle." Why right, do you get some of these <laughs> twisty light bulbs, etc., etc., etc. Why don't you get a
2: car with double digit gas mileage? So there's um so you know so there's so the there's the option of kind of travel kind of backpacky goof offiness. yeah, um or there's there's hitting a career kind of hard and fast um i guess that's I guess that's kind of what I did when I graduated college is I just really started doing a thing pretty quickly, I just started you know low level t v jobs real quickly, and now I have a Medium level TV job. I was the same way. One, Four I, years later, I got out
1: of school. I went, I just head over heels, f- head, foot, and shoulders into low grade depression, and yeah. it's been building ever since. At this point, now I'm actually, you're suicidal. Now I'm actually suicidal. I finally achieved that. That's great, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I once once I lost the direction of having a degree program. I couldn't get a job. I was really just I was blue for a while. Then I was sad. Then I was
2: depressed and eventually I attempted suicide. Um, I, I this is kind of an interesting thing I encountered recently. Uh this friend of mine um had kind of a longtime college boyfriend and they were real nuts about each other and seemed, you know, just kind of real perfect for each other. Um and when they graduated, she wanted to hit a career hard and fast and he wanted to kind of goof around. I think he um did one of those I mean not not goof around like you know you know do a bunch of drugs and go to... but I mean he wanted to do something kind of hippy dippy and travel and find yourselfy. Um I think he went to one of those um teach English abroad programs. That's a popular kind of hippy dippy find yourself thing to do. Sure. Um you know you get to visit another country, I guess kind of room and board that sort of thing. Um Anyway, so but so she she hit a uh a T V career real hard and fast and he was doing this and they recently uh got together and um he was visiting from his foreign country um and uh to hear her tell it they they had kind of lost the ability to relate to each other. I mean that um that they both made the, those different decisions and it really drove them apart. It's like people with she wanted mountain dew he wanted Pokari sweat sure absolutely um yeah so it's a, a so that is a she, thing
1: she wanted orange fanta he wanted green melon fanta <laughs> she wanted to bathe in private he wanted to bathe it's at a, a public babe. bath yeah
2: i know um yeah so it's a it's so it's a thing i mean it's a she real... had round eyes yeah.
1: he had a fold sure. at the corner
2: of his eyes slanty eyes
1: yeah, he had become Japanese is what I'm getting <laughs> at here.
2: Um Yeah. I, I don't know what the point of that story was, just that it had happened. That that the but but I mean you I I mean, can at tell, at Jordan- three years out of college you can really tell who um who decided to career a lot and who did find yourself things
1: i can tell you i can tell you what uh what uh the point of my thing was sure he's fucked you know a lot about japan just kill yourself now yeah yeah kill yourself it's done
2: it's over um wait wait wait, wait. let's uh, but uh uh but I, I would like to qualify this by saying that i wish i had done at least a modest amount of finding myself i feel oh, yeah i regret not doing that i absolutely yeah. regret not doing some sort of trip or kind of bleeding heart job or something like that. I think that uh would have benefited me. Um whereas I'm pretty happy with you know being in a place where I kind of have an adult income and um you know the means to live kind of comfortably. Uh I I do feel less internally rich for not having done something like that. So, there you go. No conclusion. I'd say just take a cooking class and try not to kill yourself. There you go. Microwave cookery.
6: Hey Jordan and Jesse. This is Ryan from Tennessee and um i've got some I've got some uh holiday memories to share with you um i my brother and myself were always very excited on Christmas Eve about presents and just about you know um just that time of the year in general. Well, we always forgot um about Uncle Danny and um every Christmas Eve, we would go to my grandparents' house and we'd remember when we'd see him approaching us. And uh, every year, never failed. He would pick us up into the air, um, buy our underwear, about about two to three feet off the ground, and just hold us there for a minute, and um, just kind of temporarily, you know, take the air out of our uh, out of our balloons for the for the Christmas festivities. So yeah, that was that's something that I look back on with a with a little bit of a I can still feel that apprehension in my chest when I think about Uncle Danny just giving us
2: mega wedgies Christmas Eve.
1: In this case when he says chest, he means
2: balls. Mm-hmm. And We're when he says Uncle Danny, he means cock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy I mackerel. We got some I, That's again. a good one. I, I I like the image of uh uh the way I imagined it. Uncle Danny like wasn't even being outrageous, he was just kind of doing it mechanically and then that just the kid would hang there and Uncle Danny would stand there and then he'd get put down and everyone would continue with their day. One foot, two feet, three feet. Yep. A little rough housing. Does a kid good. Taking the wind.
1: I've had too much to drink.
2: Tell your mom I say hi.
1: I remember the combination to Grandma and Grandpa's liquor cabinet (laughs) from when I started drinking at age 10.
2: I um, own a rug. Jordan, Jesse,
6: this is John Clausen. and I just recently started listening to your podcast. About your new segment, Does It Hold Up? I uh, have one for you guys. I'm just curious what you think. Uh, if you're familiar with uh, Goldeneye, the N64 game came out 10 years ago when I was in the fifth grade, and my answer on this is 100% yes, this still holds up. I go to Purdue University, we've got roughly 40,000 students with graduate students, and there's uh, a lot of people that still have N sixty fours and love them. And Goldeneye, quite possibly one of the greatest games ever made. It's all about the man with the golden gun. Thanks, guys. Take care.
2: You ever play that game? Yeah, absolutely. I never uh I never owned an N sixty four, but um Jim Rayle, the Master Would You Rather did as yeah, I recall. Absolutely. Yeah, Goldeneye. It's a it's a it's a classic, great multiplayer game and uh, an excellent you know, the vanguard in uh console FPS, um, the, co- the and first FPS person shooter. shooter, death matches. Yeah, it, it was the first time that a console had gotten it right in uh, 64. is really easy to play multiplayer on because of the four uh, controller jacks, and uh, yeah, it was just it was just a joy, easy to easy to pick up. Um, I'll tell you what video a, great, a classic video game. I'll tell you what video game I played recently, and uh,
1: I just enjoyed the heck out of yeah. Uh, and and really held up for me. Oh. Baseball Stars for the Nintendo <laughs> Entertainment <laughs> How'd you play System. That? I got one of those Nintendo things on my computer. Oh, cool. Okay. You know, it tells your computer to become a Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Played a lot of Nintendo uh, Baseball Stars. I created my own team. You know, I uh, put together different uh, put together different rosters, mm-hmm. traded players, signed free agents, played against the Ninja Black Sox, mm-hmm. played against the American Dreams. Played against the lovely ladies. <laughs> sure. Played against the SNK Crushers. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I do. Threw some drop balls. I'm talking about American Dreams. I'm talking about Willie, Sandy, Eddie. <laughs> All the different guys on the American Dreams. Nippon. <laughs> Nippon. Anyway, that, I, thought, I really enjoyed that. I just wanted to share that with oh, you, Jordan. Great. Thank you. Because I
2: knew you would like it because you like video games I so do. much.
1: And especially sports games.
2: Yeah. Especially baseball stars.
1: Well, thus ends our listener call-in segment. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. La, 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 la,
0: la, la,
1: la. It's Jordan, Jesse, Go. I am Jesse. Jordan. Um, our animal battle is coming to a close. Is a tense, tense closing final, moments of this battle. Final second. This is very intense, Jordan. This is the kind of shit that you just can't make up. Mm-hmm. Um, bear versus hippo. The semi-final contest, the first of our two semi-final contests, happened this past week, and it was a doozy—nip and tuck, head and shoulders, <laughs> uh, cock Gilbert and Gilbert and
2: Sullivan. The entire Oklahoma. Where the bleh. is that Gilbert and Sullivan? It's no. not. That's Rogers and Hammerstein. Jordan,
1: you suggested. Um, you suggested. What's Gilbert and Sullivan. No, I am the very hands. model of You're a modern, modern major, major general. Sure. Um, you suggested that Bear would dominate Hippo because Bear was basically a phenomenon in this contest, an unstoppable force, mm-hmm. uh, powerhouse. I suggested that you shouldn't count Hippo out because Hippo has surprised a lot of people in this battle because... Not only is it adorable, it's also one of the most deadly animals in the world, which a lot of people don't give it credit for. So it's sort of two different things. We also tried to take into account the fact that there is a video of a hippo living like a dog with a family in South Africa. I
2: watched that video, and I just to be fair, I watched that video. Yeah. And, um, Were you impressed? Uh, yes, it was cute, but I was just afraid that... I don't know, the whole time I was like, when that thing gets a little older, it's just going to start killing those people. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the whole time. We had a listener call in to say uh, she was genuinely afraid of
1: hippos because she saw Kratz Creatures, an episode of Kratz Creatures. I don't know if you're familiar with that program. I am not. Kratz Creatures. She saw an episode of Kratz Creatures when she was younger uh, that featured the Kratz, it's two brothers, uh, putting a a human uh, dummy on a boat and passing it by some hippos while they were f- feeding, and they just ripped the shit out of all of it.
2: Wow, what show is this? Jeez, this is a... It's called Kratz Creatures. <laughs> wow. This is a PBS thing? It's a children's,
1: children's program. Huh. Teresa's little brother, who's now 14, was really into it when he was younger. Interesting. Yeah, Kratz Creatures, I'll tell you. Well, Jordan, it was nip and tuck the whole way, but in the end, bear Bear wow. was the victor, fifty-five percent of the vote, which in it's close, which is close, but I, honestly, wider than I was expecting. Mm. I feel like that's a clear victory for Bear. I feel like it's yeah. not as big of margin. In it I mean, to win it. Bear already dominated Rhino and dominated Penguin, so this is a significantly smaller. I mean, they, though both of those were more than two-thirds of the vote. Mm-hmm. In this case, fifty-five to forty-five, much closer, but. We'll have to see what what the what the uh, excuse me what the bear can do in the finals against the winner of our grand semi final battle in the not bloodthirsty category. That is ape. Wait, what is it? Ape versus panda? Ape versus giraffe? Which one won? Panda? Panda versus
2: giraffe? I don't know. I don't remember. Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plains on the waving wheat and wheat mills weird and mm, comes mm, behind the
1: now, Hippo w- excuse me, now, Bear will be taking on the winner of the semifinal in the not bloodthirsty bracket uh, that semifinal is as follows, Ape, which Barely squeaked by elephant in the last round versus giraffe, which uh, pretty squarely beat, surprisingly squarely beat panda mm-hmm. in the last round. Now, do you have any early feelings about this? Do you think ape is the unstoppable
2: juggernaut that we thought it was until it just barely beat elephant? Here's my prediction for the rest of the contest. Okay, semifinal finals, ape v bear. Uh huh. Winner bear. I think that's you're taking the safe path. I am. But I think it's the one. I think giraffe...
1: comes razor, I think, my friend. I think giraffe has a chance of beating bear. I mean, yeah, I it, mean has it has a chance, a chance of beating but, ape, excuse me. God, uh, all these animals are really baffling me. Let hear you. People out there are like, why are they still talking about animals? Like three <laughs> months <laughs> it's later. Been a long time. Yeah, but you know, this is important. You, there's in only way. one way. There's only one way to decide what the best animal is. It's Jordan. True with this. There's with only this one doing. way. This is basically podcast voting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so giraffe versus panda. It's up right now on the Maximum Fun forum. Unless you're listening to it too late, in which case you are out of luck, Ace. Uh huh. Sol. We'll we'll give you the finals next week. and uh, We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go.
0: Love me
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Jordan. Uh, we are wrapping things up here, uh, action items first of all, uh, if you have a dispute for Judge Sean Hodgman, send it in. But if you're interested in seeing a dispute that's solved by Judge Sean Hodgman, mm-hmm. check out the maximumfund.org blog. Oh. excuse me, I had a giant hiccup there we had a, We had a dispute that was online, but then Judge Hodgman fell brutally ill, so he had to like uh, drain his ear and go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> sorry if that's too gross. Uh, so he had to answer the question via text as opposed to uh, uh, telephonically, um, as he w- as he would ordinarily render his judgments. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's on the blog. So that's thing number one. Thing number two: if you have suggestions for my bachelor party, suggestions for Jordan. We, sure. Yeah. Well, I know we did some bachelor party stuff before, but this is even this is intimate. This is yeah, somebody absolutely. you know very well. Mm-hmm. This guy. Mm-hmm. I'm pointing myself, by the way. Sure. Who's got two thumbs and is going to have a bachelor party? This guy. Don't forget
2: Jesse. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, suggestions for Jesse's bachelor party.
1: And I want to open it up as well, uh, if you have honeymoon suggestions. Oh, okay.
2: What do you think makes a good
1: honeymoon? I'm interested to even, hear from people who went on honeymoons. begin to know. I don't know either. We only have a week, and we don't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're adventurous people. But Teresa's going to be in between uh, law clerkship, the wedding, and uh, returning to her third year of law school. So I don't know how adventuresome she's going to want to be. Just throwing it out there, Jordan. Just the putting that out mess. there. What do you think we should do for our honeymoon? I know there's a lot of people out there who had great honeymoons, a lot of people out there who had lousy honeymoons, mm-hmm. a lot of people out there who like to imagine their honeymoons. Um, anyway, I, I've had a really good time on this show, Jordan. Me too. It's Jordan, a treat. you did a great job on this show. Hey, likewise. You're a real pussy.
2: <laughs> Thanks, man uh w- i hate you <laughs> we'll be back oh next-
1: which i'm taking that back by the way oh thank you the you that you hate me
2: yeah no i mean like i'm taking that back for you know for for, for hated people yeah for the hated you don't think the hated people should get hated on no i don't know. i think if someone says i hate you it should mean something good because i don't think sh- everything should mean something good
1: you know what i think what
2: i don't think people should hate i think they should
1: participate fair enough we'll be back next week on jordan jesse oh well, I want to mention something because I haven't mentioned it in a while. Yeah. Our theme music on Jordan Jesse Go is a song called Love You. It's by The Free Design. It comes to us courtesy of Light in the Attic Records. And uh, you should really do yourself a favor this holiday season and buy yourself the best of the Free Design CD, uh, which is called Kites Are Fun. And it's just really wonderful. It makes a perfect g- gift for basically yourself or anyone you know from your grandma to the hippest hipster. Um, if you're... You know, if your best friend is in the Pizzicato 5, even mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Even better. Perfect bah. Christmas. If your grandma's in the... <laughs> pizzicato 5. If your grandma's like, in the Pizzicato 5. Something from the five, uh,
2: early 90s. Isn't that some sort of mid-90s,
1: mid, 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 mid to late 90s, Pizzicato 5, yeah. mid-90s? Anyway, the yeah. point is... The point is that it's super really chuck.
2: Super diamond.
1: Can I tell you what the point is, Jordan? What? The point is that the free design are every bit as wonderful as this song would suggest, and you should go out and buy their albums because it was really nice of Light in the Attic yeah. Records to let us use this I like song. Them. Okay, uh, we'll see you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs>